Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's middle school game day. Playoff games galore, and we're going to hammer them out on this Thursday. Let's get it started. And we're so glad that you could join us on this Thursday morning for what is going to be, without question, a phenomenal show. All right? It is going to be fantastic. So in the spirit of that, anytime you're going to have something that's going to be middle school game day, college game day, whatever, you've got to have, you've got to have the pep band. So here we go. the pomp and circumstance, everything on this Thursday centers around middle school sports. We got mascots in the building. We're going to have coaches on throughout the course of the day. It is going to be quite the show. It really, really is. I don't know. This, this could be a day of days here. If you'll excuse me just a moment, I've got to the official mascot of the Rush Hour Morning Show is in the studio, so okay, we got that squared away and we're back to normal. Alright, here's the deal. Four games today. On the girls' side, Bessemer City is going to travel to Holbrook. And they have nothing to lose. Holbrook won the game on Monday in Bessemer City 50-16. to they are the prohibitive favorite to win this one. There's no question about it. Bessemer City made the playoffs. Anything they do right now is the, well, it's gravy. On the other side, you've got a Belmont club with something to prove on the girls' side. They want a second shot at Holbrook. They believe that they're going to see Holbrook on the other side. They've got to get past Southwest today. Southwest, the three seed looking for an opportunity to validate their belonging with the other two really good teams in Gaston County. That game will take place at 4:15 in Belmont. Then on the boys' side, WC Friday again, 
the preseason last place team in Gaston County makes the playoffs. They'll take on Greer today with, again, nothing to lose. Greer, their expectation is they're going to get through this game and they're going to be playing somebody, somebody in the county championship on Tuesday. And then you've got Stanley Belmont. Two communities that are absolutely going to flood into Wildcats Gymnasium and put in what is, look, here's the really great thing about this middle school game day and, and what we've been able to provide for the course of this last few weeks. I was thinking about this yesterday. I do not believe that this basketball game today in Belmont between Stanley and Belmont is much different than any other game between Stanley and Belmont, with one exception. See, for, for my money, there have been plenty of Belmont teams that have been just as good, if not better, than the Belmont team that's going to be on the floor today. The same for the Stanley Blue Devils. I don't know that we're ever, I don't know that we're looking at the best rendition of either school's teams from the past. I don't think that's the point. I think what you've had is a convergence of two really good middle school basketball teams and a platform for those teams to get out into the community. So when you take a platform like the Rush Hour Morning Show, and we've done a very good job of banging the drum for middle school sports from the very moment we started this show, because, again, the focus is hyper-local. At 7.40 today, we're going to talk to Chris Beatty. We're going to talk about the Premier League. We're going to talk about MLS. We're going to talk about the Carabao Cup that Liverpool has clinched. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball in the summertime. We're going to cover high-level stuff, college basketball, all of that. But that's not the point of the show. The point of the show is the hyper-local. The point of the show is getting as much hyper-local content possible into the airwaves. And middle school has just taken on a life of its own. I don't know that while well, I'm speaking for myself, I, I don't know that I could have imagined the middle school sports taking off the way it has in this community. And that's why we're having a middle school game day show for Pete's sake. And I think Corky Franks, when he comes on at 720, would probably echo that same sentiment. We've been privileged to use the platform to promote middle school, high school, local sports. And you have responded, the listeners. And those two communities are going to respond today. So to be quite honest with you, yes, this is a game between Belmont and Stanley. But it is a game representative of the, of the greater Gaston County area. It is the epitome of hyperlocal. And we get an opportunity to be a part of it this morning, hours ahead of the games ever taking place. This is not for everybody. Again, we've been very clear. If you're wanting to know what the second team is going to be able to do for the L.A. Lakers as they make their push for the NBA playoffs, we're not your place. If you're looking for Draymond Green drama, 
That's not us. We bring something very unique and very, again, hyper-local to the table, and folks have caught on, and we're so grateful. And that's why when we do this middle school game day show today, it's going to be fantastic because we're going to cover virtually every angle that we possibly could. And with, with the remaining part of this capsule that I have, we're going to go through the college scores from last night, a lighter night of college basketball than we've seen lately on Wednesday. And then we're going to dive right in from 7.20 on with the exception of the 7.40 block that we're going to have Chris Beatty on like we do every other week. We'll talk soccer then. Outside of that, it's middle school craziness. So last night, top 25 action, Auburn fell to Tennessee. That's an 11 versus 4 in the top 25. Tennessee wins 92 to 84. Marquette takes down Providence 91 to 69. Marquette ranked fifth in the country. Sixth ranked Arizona wins on the road against Arizona State 85 to 67. Iowa State, the eighth ranked team in the country, holds Oklahoma to 45 points. They win 58 to 45. Creighton, 12th ranked in the country. They beat Seton Hall, 85 to 64. Illinois, 13th in the country, beats Minnesota, 105-97. Ole Miss, at home, falls to number 14th ranked Alabama, 103 to 88. South Carolina, 18th in the country, beats Texas A&M, 70 to 68. Wow. Okay, that's a number. I'll talk about it in just a second. Florida, 24th ranked in the country, beats Missouri, 83-74. ACC action last night, Duke, 10th ranked in the country, beats Louisville, 84-59. Local scores from around the area, App State beat ODU, Old Dominion University, 89-64. Furman falls to Western Carolina. Talked about this game yesterday. Western Carolina needed this game. Furman's one of the bullies in the Southern Conference. Not that they play dirty or anything, but they're one of the teams that other programs in the Southern Conference aspire to be. Western Carolina got a big, big win last night against Furman, 85-77. to Congratulations to Justin Gray's club. Wofford took down the top team in the SOCON, Samford Falls, to the Terriers, 91-69 in Jerry Richardson Indoor Coliseum. And then another local score that's not at all local, but when it deals with Randall Pettis, we talk about it. The Northern Kentucky Norse beat Robert Morris in Horizon League action last night, 70-60. Quez Warwick, who is one of the elite players in the Horizon League, 28 points for the Norse. And again... If Randall Pettis begins to assimilate himself to the Norse program the way that Quez Warwick has, Pettis is going to have a phenomenal career, and he's absolutely capable of doing that. So that's the college scores. I'm going to save what I just got some information about at 720. Because I think that's going to be good to know. So here's what we've got going on. Okay, this is today's schedule. This is the lineup. 
Coach G, Kerry Galbraith, he's coming into the studio, 720. He'll be here in just a moment. At 740, we'll have Chris Beatty on. We're going to talk about Charlotte FC beating New York City FC 1-0 at Bank of America on Saturday. They're going to be taking on Vancouver this weekend in BC Place, British Columbia. The Vancouver Whitecaps are doing something I think is pretty fun and, and rather ingenious. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary as a soccer club. Now, MLS has not been around that long, but the Vancouver Whitecaps in some form or fashion have been as a soccer club. And they're going to take a look into their past by offering fans something for their future. One of their major sponsors for the Whitecaps is TELUS. TELUS is offering a program together to where you can swap out a gently used jersey of the Vancouver Whitecaps that you've had previously and get a brand new 23-24 rendition of the Whitecaps. Just in time for the home opener this weekend against Charlotte FC. So a really neat little thing there that Vancouver's doing is that as a part of the world that really, really enjoys their soccer. Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, soccer crazy up in those parts. Not that there aren't other enclaves of the MLS world that really, really embrace their soccer, but in the great Northwest, they really seem to enjoy soccer at the MLS level. We'll also talk about the Columbus Crew. They won the MLS Cup last year. Can they repeat? Wilfred Nancy, the manager of the crew, says yes. In fact, the team that won the title last year was, in his opinion, a 6 out of 10. We'll talk about that with Chris Beatty, and then, of course, we'll talk about the Premier League, the table, the top three teams in the Premier League separated by two points. Liverpool, Man City, and Arsenal. Liverpool and Man City facing off next weekend at Anfield, the home pitch for Liverpool. Should be phenomenal next weekend. And I'm already making my plans to watch from Anfield on my television. I'm not, I'm not flying to Liverpool. Um, not, not there yet. Um, and then we'll talk about Liverpool winning the Carabao Cup. All that with Chris Beatty at 7.40. At 8 o'clock, Nathan Sherrill will be on the show talking about his WC Friday Cavaliers going from dead last in the preseason poll to the playoff story. These guys have made it to the playoffs, and they get the opportunity to shock Gaston County as they'll take on Greer today. Woo! At some point, we'll get the times a little bit later on, Brandon Messick will be on at 8.20, and then Pet Sumner will make a return this week at 8.40. It's a, it's a big, big show, folks. It is middle school game day is what we're calling it today. And when we come back, Coach G, Corky Franks will join us. We'll get everything going on this Thursday morning. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. 
If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning, middle school game day edition today. And so we got so many moving parts, there's, there's no sense wasting anyone's time. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. So I'm kind of curious, is this a tag team version of, of this particular intro, or are we... Not, no, no, not yet. Okay. Not yet. It, okay. One at a time, cuz. One at a time. Okay. Get in line. You were first. Okay. Now, get, can I like have like 30 seconds, please? Absolutely. Yeah. What, what, let I'm me just, see that photo I'm you took. I'm just pressing buttons over here. Had the mascot head on this morning. 
I tried to put the headset over it and talk. That didn't work. Yeah, that didn't go all that well. You can tell from the mascot. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's almost as dumb as me standing up on the desk yesterday. Uh, well, now doing, doing the, my best Rick Rude the impersonation. Only the only natural step forward now <laughs> is the mascot head getting up on top of the table and doing the Rick Rude. Okay, why don't we make it happen shortly? Okay. We, we can do that. We yeah. can do that in a commercial break. Yeah. No, let's do it live. Because that's exactly what we need. <laughs> Listen, I learned a, I learned a valuable lesson yesterday. Really? Yeah. You know, let's be honest. I have a, a small filter, right? <laughs> a, <laughs> like like a like a like a pal mal filter. <laughs> Very small. Right? Yes. That's been scissored in half. Ain't much left. Straight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Very small filter. However. Muy pequeño. See, I've been, I think I've been getting better at using my filter. Don't you think so? Uh, yes. I'm working on it. Is yes. It In fact, it, we almost need an alert for when you're utilizing your filter. Oh, I have one. It goes off. No, I know, but we need one for the show. Like we need to, we need to let people know that when are I'm using the filter, when you're using the filter, yeah, because we, unfiltered Corky is a different dimension. Well, yesterday, remember yesterday? Oh yeah. I, I was about to put my foot in my mouth. Uh, I, I had a, I had a really good conversation yesterday afternoon. Good grief. Already okay. blown us up. I'm going to turn that down. Yeah. Sounds like Hong Kong fooey. <laughs> I had a... Uh, <laughs> what you mashing over there? I'm, I'm, had a really good... Oh, that's it. Is that it? That's the filter alert. All right. When so, Corky's using his filter, yeah. like now. Right. Okay. Right. All I had right. a very good conversation yesterday. I learned a lesson that I... I, I learned my lesson yesterday, Brian. Yeah. There learned you go. my lesson. Now, I still may say something later today. <laughs> uh, we're, we're almost expecting. But right now, I'm good. I'm okay. good right now. Yeah. Okay. Learned my lesson yesterday. All right. So, yeah. There, there it is. Yeah. But, okay. So, anyway. Almost put my foot in my mouth. Had to retract the statement several times yesterday afternoon. You know, I don't, I don't have a problem owning my stuff, right? I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's no big deal. You, you make a point of that, of owning your stuff. Yes. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of owning his stuff, we got uh, line five. <laughs> Brian, you know what today is, don't you? Middle school game day. Yes. All right. It's going to get hyped this afternoon around 4 o'clock at a couple gymnasiums in the county. And speaking of hype... This is a hype man for Gaston County Middle School Athletics, is he not? Oh, no doubt. Oh, the, he's the OG. Yes. He's the original. He's yes. the OG. He's the guy who put middle school sports on the map on the Rush Hour <laughs> Morning Show. The OG, Coach G, oh, live Lord. in studio. What's up, Coach? What's Hi. up, guys? You ready? I'm sing ready. That, sing that thing, G. Elvison Maryland and Johnny B. Good. <laughs> sing it, baby. A red Cadillac having too much fun. Yeah. Actually, it's a red Nissan Versa hatchback, but... <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> whatever gets yeah. me here. We tricked out Georgia Bulldogs. That's right. Over yeah. That's right. However you get here, baby. Hey, it's middle school playoff day. Yeah. But Belmont's the only gym that's got two games today. Oh, okay, okay. Think about that's that. Right. That's okay. right. But that's why I called it the epicenter of middle school basketball in Gaston County because Cor only one place has two games. Corky. Yeah. 
I usually come on the show and I think I'm pretty positive and I try to, but I got a bone to pick with one wow. person in this building wow. today. Let me have it, baby. Wow. It ain't you. Oh, okay. Whoa. Not me. Whoa. Not you. Not for what? So, hype man over here, okay. which I greatly appreciate the hype he has been generating this week around today's games. Yeah. But I have had more phone calls Uh-oh. about, hey, are y'all pre-selling tickets? <laughs> Brian's hyping up this game like Ticketmaster satellites are linking up and and people are getting online to pre-buy. I got one old lady in a in a, a, a <laughs> carnival ticket roll to sell. That's how we sell tickets, well, Brian. Well, we try. My, we, I know, kid. My front desk lady's going. Why am I getting calls about pre-selling <laughs> tickets? Hey, that's her job, baby. That poor lady. Yeah, hype man. That poor lady at the front desk at Belmont Middle. She's she answers every phone call from why the bus is running late yeah. to can I give my child some ibuprofen? <laughs> she she needs a raise. Bri- yeah, Brian's got her. Shout her out. What's her name? Samanda Wallace. And okay. She's wonderful. And Brian's got her pre-selling tickets that we don't have. Well, I'm on the phone. <laughs> he said, "Had to mute himself." I'm on the phone with. <laughs> hey, I'm on the phone with Tyler Radford from Stanley. He goes, "Are y'all pre-selling tickets? Like, because we don't do that at middle school. We didn't know. I know. I'm kidding. And then I got parents going. What time do we need to get there? Is it going to be sold out? And I was like, look, our gym holds 1,300. Yeah. That's why I reached out to you I yesterday. I, 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 during, during the first break, I was like, we need to. Uh, what you doing over there? I'm I'm working on a connection. Okay. Why we lose it? Um, it's not sure yet. Uh, okay. So <laughs> you working on it? Yep. We're live, good. We're li- good. Li- live engineering, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Or Thir- not? But we got 1,300 well, capacity gym, and the Southwest people, when that game is over, they're going to. I would imagine they're not going to stick around and watch Belmont versus Stanley. They might. Yeah. But I would <clears throat> more than likely think they're going to walk out, which. Because we're going to have three sets of cheerleaders in there, you know, yeah. two passing in the hallways and a yeah. fan base passing in the hallways and parking lot's going to be crazy. And we got baseball tryouts yeah, for a uh, hundred yards away with cars picking them up. Right. It's going to be packed. It's going to be wild but, today. <clears throat> Listen, that's why I reached out Brian, to you. Brian, I do appreciate you hyping it up because we're going to make some money today. Well, what, what was her name again? I'm sorry. Samanda Wallace. Samanda Wallace. Yeah, she's great. She's helping us coach track. She's new, new to the... New to the building this year is her first year as our receptionist, and she is absolutely wonderful. So, Samanda Wallace, let me say this: <laughs> I, I, I give a heartfelt apology. I do, I do not want to make your life hard. <laughs> I just get really excited about this because this is some of the most. Uh, th- this, <clears throat> this is what it's all about. Absolutely, this is the epitome. Of hyper local, and so I'm all about hyper local. And Samanda Wallace, I'm sorry. You're going to get to know me more and more as I make your life harder and harder. <laughs> um, uh, it is coming from a good place. I, I have the right heart. I just, I, I'm sorry. Anybody so, listening, trust me. You're going to get in this game today. I'm going <clears> to <throat> squeeze you in with a shoehorn because we want your money. By the way, just got a text. Just lost the show. <laughs> 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 we back on now, Brian. Well, first of all, I wanted to show you that. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so now, um, that, that's. Uh, what, Thank you, Janine. What, what, what do I do with oh, that? God. Okay. Um, I'm going to work on, on this as we continue on here. Guys, right, um, so, so are, we, are we good now? We back on yet? Uh, we're going <clears> to <throat> find out. 
Okay, so let me let me let me run this by you. Okay, Samanda Samanda Wallace, right? Yeah. Listen, here's the deal. Welcome to Belmont. First of all, uh, is absolutely. She fr- is she from Belmont? I think so. Yeah. Is she, she's yeah. from or Belmont. She's from the Gaston County area. She's from the area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, it's going to be a big game today. I talked to Coach G yesterday. Uh, sent you a text during the break to make sure yeah. our information was correct. Yep. Coach G said uh, they do not pre-sell <clears> tickets. <throat> uh, they don't have that capacity. There's no ticket spigot for. Middle school sports. No. For now. For, For now. now. There's yeah. going to be. It's going to be. It's, it's yeah, going to right. get there, dude. Yep. Look at these gyms selling out. You yep. know what I'm saying? How many how many middle school games have sold out this year in right. basketball? A lot. Yeah, a lot of these gyms can't hold what I what me and Stanley can hold. Right. We've had the, we have the two bigger gyms because we're the newer schools. But right. Like poor Holbrook, you know, they turn hundreds of people away on a big game. So. Right. So, I mean, <clears throat> it, that's horrible. You know, mm-hmm. it's what it is. Um, so, anyway, no pre-sales. Coach G said you just walk – you do need to get there earlier. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. You, you need to get there early. Get there for the girls' game, and you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get there for the yeah. girls' game. Settle in, eat some snacks, help the schools make some money, all yep. that good stuff. However, if you still want to call Samantha Wallace an aggravator, <laughs> the phone number is 704-836-5611. Too late. I got it in. Oh, hey, God. call out there an aggravator. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, ask her what's going on. Please don't do that. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? She's going to transfer every call straight to my office. 704-836-1111. Call up there today. My, my voicemail will be full. This, this is going to turn into what used to happen at Southwest Middle School back in the 80s uh-huh. when everybody called 704-867-5309 and was asking uh, for Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was their number? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that's <laughs> really? That's awesome. Oh, my God. Really? That was tr- that's true? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. 100%. And what school was this? You said Southwest. Southwest. Yeah. Wow. Really? Eight six seven five three zero nine. That was uh, that was the rumor as a kid. People would call up there asking for Jenny. Huh? Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's I'm all, telling that's you, awesome. man. Life in the gas house, dude. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's funny. All right. Seriously, let's let's talk some basketball. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Your club, the two seed, just like the guys. Yeah. Taking on a Southwest club that let's let's be honest. Um, you know this was. A team that came in and you guys took very good care of. You handled them relatively easy. Were able to really get after them. Uh, certainly shut down their offensive game plan. You guys were able to roll through, get a win. A lot, a lot of time has transpired from that game to where we are now. But from your standpoint, does anything seem to be any different as it relates to how you're going to attack this game? It's funny when you when you win. You don't look at a whole lot to change because you think, oh, well, what we did worked. And then, of course, when you come up short, you got to make changes. So, yes, it's great to win, but also when you're playing somebody for a second time after a loss, you're the one coming in and presumably going to make changes. So we have to be prepared for something different from them. And what that is, I don't know. But, you know, we're going to keep doing what we do well. We're going to, you know – we're going to press. We're going to run our offense. We're going to control, you know, not turning the ball over and taking good shots and boxing out. We're going to control all the things we can control, but then we have to presume that they're going to do some things different. And that's what we went over yesterday in practices. You know, just like against Holbrook, we're going to try some different things if we if we get to that point. Um, 
you know, so I, we, we know Southwest is going to come in probably with a different game plan of some sort, and we're just going to have to be ready for it. But, you know, if we do what we we do what we can do well and control what we do well and, and don't make mistakes and don't beat ourselves, you know, I, I can live with that, whatever happens. But, um, you know, we've had two, two really good weeks of practice lately. Um, we actually, Friday, we had a shoot around just with the boys. You mentioned that. And the, and the, and it turned into, it turned into a three on two, two on one, an hour long of us just going with the boys. And, and I, a couple of my girls were as coach bummy, from the boys team said, your girls are cooking my boys right now. <laughs> I said, he's like, I don't know if that's good, good or good or not. And I said, well, it was good for us. That's for sure. We really got after it. And, um, sorry, I'm kicking the wire. We really got after it and had a good, good week and, and look real, uh, real athletic and, and aggressive. So we, we bring that into the day's game. I'll be happy with whatever happens. Let me ask you this. Obviously when you get into playoff games, you've, you've been able to use a lot of your depth. Yeah. Uh, you've you've rolled out a lot of players. Yeah. And typically during the playoffs, you'll see those rotations tighten a little bit. It's difficult as it is at the middle school level to get any depth in your roster anyway because of the fact you're only playing 24 minutes of basketball. Right. But you've been able to do that pretty well. As you tighten up this rotation, what players – because, again, you look at the Belmont Club, Stella Absher is going to be a standout. Uh, she puts up big numbers both on the rebound side and the scoring side. Mm -hmm. But when you look at this this club's first team, who are some of the impact players for your squad that have to show up today and really perform, particularly on the offensive end, to offset anything that Southwest might try to throw your way to create a wrinkle in the ballgame? Yeah. You, you mentioned Stella, and she, she's, a, she's our scoring leader. I, I'd be – shocked if she wasn't the Gaston County scoring leader at this point she she's averaging 20 points plus a game the only thing that keeps her under 20 points is me when I take her out right. early right um but it all it all starts with can you get the ball across half court against teams that will press and that starts with Rowan Trexler and Alice Bass there are two guards Rowan is our point guard um she's done a fantastic job I've had her three years now she's improved just unbelievably in three years she was great when she when i got her in a sixth grader i believe she's varsity ready for next year i i it wouldn't surprise me at all if she's the if she's the point guard for the red raiders next year on the varsity level she's she's that good and um uh alice has really improved as well with her ball handling and defense uh defensive skills um and then we've got lucy rodenberger who's our small forward and, and sally risk who's our power forward sally's really improved um, Lucy's probably one of the smartest players on the court. A lot of what she does doesn't show up on the scorebook, but she makes things happen in other ways. But um, we, you're, the question you're asking me who needs to who needs to show up? You know, we know, they know we know Stella's going to get a lot of attention on defense. They're going to guard her. You know, probably double team at some point. I've I've hammered that home with her the last couple of days. Like you're going to don't get frustrated. They're going to put two people on you. I, that's what I would do. So just be ready for it, which means it's going to open somebody else up. And I hope I hope that person is Sally or Lucy Rodenberger. And uh, I think they'll have hopefully big games. Sally's had two really good games last last uh, last two weeks with her scoring. It's gone up a lot because she's had open shots because Stella gets so much of the attention. But um. Those those five really they really work well together. They've been together now for almost for three years, really. 
Um, it's, it's, the cupboard's going to be a little bare next year when they're all gone because I have 10 eighth graders. But um, anyway, go ahead, Corky. Uh, so, so we're going to shoehorn some soccer talk in here yeah. in just a second, the next segment. After that, dude, it's, it's boys' middle school basketball galore for yeah. the rest of the show. Sure. Can anybody beat Greer? Honestly, can any, do you see you, you've seen you've seen them play? You you've seen all these games. Does anybody have a chance at beating Greer? I you know, seventy three points in twenty four minutes the other day is I don't know if I've heard of that before. Or, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. I mean, it's the college of it's you know, the college the, equivalent of one hundred and twenty. The worst place to be is comfortable. Yes, and successful. Yes, that's and complacent. Kind of what I alluded to earlier is like if you as long as you're winning, you're probably not going to change what you're doing. You got it. And I think their press dictates them scoring quickly because they're they're not the ball's not even getting getting across half court. So when they're pressing, they get the steal, lay it up. That's that. Those are quick points, you know, right away. I think we can break their press if you know if we get lucky enough to to advance against Stanley and get to see Greer next week. We played him the. First game of the year, and we looked like the deer in headlights. We had two kids that were handling the ball that had didn't even weren't even on the team last year. So, do I think they've improved over the last ten games? Absolutely. Do I think Greer's improved over the last ten games? Absolutely. Um, answering your question, that's a, it's going to be tough. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing about it: when you're as loaded as Greer is, yeah. and you come in ready. Do you get better? Sure, you get better, yeah. but how much better? Yeah. When you're already at the top of your game, you see what I'm saying. When you're yeah. al- when you're already at the top of your game, um, how much better can you get? Yeah. Versus getting blown out the first game of the season and working and working and working and working. Or look at them guys over at Stanley. You don't think they want a shot at them? Absolutely. Everybody wants a shot at Greer. You know, Stanley's got a Stanley's Messick's got a, a, a you, game plan where he. It's it's real defensive oriented. They slow things down. They they really grind it out. And he, of course, Greer's like a a, a racehorse just running up and mm-hmm. down the court. You, you know, a thousand miles an hour. Dude, so. you, don't, you don't you don't think Cheryl's got his his guys fired up? Supposed oh, yeah. to finish last? Oh, yeah. They got a shot at him today. Oh, yeah. He and Cheryl's got an athletic team. Like he, you know, his athletes kind of he, he's small. That's his, that's one of his de- problems. But athletically, I think he he can hang with the guys running up and down the court and all that stuff. They've just got to tighten down and not make as many. I only watched Cheryl play obviously against us and mistakes kind of killed them towards the end. But so if they can take care of the ball and not beat themselves, I'm not saying they got a chance for Greer, but they got a chance to make it a little bit closer than they did last time. And dude, you know how, what happens? You put some pressure on oh, somebody. Yeah. Well, the, the, and you know this too, all everybody in this room knows this, you know, you, you get out there and a couple things go your way. And you know you cut somebody's left arm off right away, and they're something that they're used to working doesn't work. Then they panic. Yep. So, and that you know that's, that's all you got to do, baby. You know it, it's easier said than done, of course. Sometimes you beat them up here. Yeah. You know if something goes wrong wrong for them, or somebody gets some foul trouble, or you just you just don't know. You just, that's why we play them. That's why we don't figure it out on paper. But does Alec Hudson have a really good shot at holding up a trophy at the end of the year? I'd bet on him. I mean, I wouldn't bet against him. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, do I want my guy in there uh, throwing punches with him next Tuesday? 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, I like our chances, too. But, um, yeah, they are they're a good team, and they deserve all the credit they've gotten. Alex done a really good job with them. It's going to be a lot of fun in Belmont today. Yeah, and all, and all over the county. For, well, it is. Yeah. It is. Right. But to have two games, that's that's going to be fantastic. And and I can't wait to be there in a matter of hours. Yeah, so. and I promise you, as soon as I'm – 
as soon as I'm done with the girls, I'll be texting as fast as I can to get updates from what's going on at the other sites. That'd be fantastic because I'll make sure that I relay them in real time. And, and we're as time. close to real and time lastly, as possible. Be, lastly, before we go to the break, I talked to Chad Duncan yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had a great conversation with him. Yeah. Um, Brian, he's working on getting us a cut. He's working on getting us 10% of the gates today. <laughs> Not my gate. Not my gate. Well, that's Look at Brian. That's, I got to split the gate with two screens breaking, today. That's breaking oh, that's news. Hard. Yeah. That's, I'm just, <laughs> oh, I didn't use the filter that time. I know. Oh I, I, I'm just celebrating. Everybody listening, do not call the county office to confirm that, please. Hold on. Let me give you that number. Hold on. I'll get that number out. 704. No. No stop. I, I, I'm just joking about the money. All that money stays in the school for the for the you know athletes, and that's the way it should be. That's so, right. It's all good. When we come back, Chris Beatty will join us. We'll talk a little soccer. Then the second hour will be completely middle school basketball as it's middle school game day on the Rush Hour morning. Last show. thing, we're this close from going over six thousand downloads for the month. <laughs> Yeah, I'll we, listen, I'll we were to ta- it all weekend. I'll get us caught up. We were we were talking about the possibility of getting to five. We surpassed five. We're now past fifty five hundred. We've got an outside shot by midnight tonight of getting to six thousand downloads. Thank you for the shortest you, month of the year. For the shortest month of the year. Yeah. I'll, call, I'll go call the sub in and I'll just listen to downloads. It don't all work day. that way. It don't well, work tell, that way. Tell the, tell the sub to check uh, it out. It's too. per device. It's yeah. Oh, per device. Yeah, yeah. So if I listen to four in a day, it's counts as one yeah oh okay yeah unless you just like listen to yourself I do. talk i love it yeah I do just too. like you yeah just like you. <laughs> <That's> right, <baby. laughs> we'll be back in just a bit on the rush hour morning see show. you guys attention gastonia homeowners it's time for a fresh start are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products do you long for expert advice and personalized service it's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to home outlet now open at 1495 east franklin boulevard say goodbye to limited choices at high prices say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens baths floors and more all at a guaranteed low price visit store manager chris and his experienced team at your 100 percent employee-owned home outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us 
at RushHourWGNC at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us RushHourWGNC at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning, a middle school game day version of the Rush Hour Morning School, but... It did. It, it the rush hour. It, it middle school madness. You said rush hour morning school. We going to oh, school now? Well, we are going to school because Chris Beatty's going to take us to school as it relates to soccer. We're going to spend a little time with him today. Even though Chris Beatty, we're in the middle of middle school game day. We definitely want to take the time to talk to you a little bit about soccer because there's quite a bit to talk about. So welcome to the rush hour morning show, Chris Beatty. Chris, can you hear us? I hope he hears this because you don't want to hear. You, the last thing you want to do is hear me talk about soccer. <laughs> yeah, we try to avoid that. Yeah, that's not, that's not, won't be good, Brian. Be about thirty seconds for the conversation. Hey, coach, you got us? Oh, we good? Yeah, yes, we good, coach. Chris Beatty, good morning. We welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show, Coach. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Um, Charlotte FC one nil win against New York City FC. Obviously, a good start picking up three points at home. Your thoughts on the game Saturday for Charlotte FC? To be honest, it was uh, absolutely amazing to kind of see what's going on. A lot of people were extremely worried to see what was going on, what was Dean Smith going to do. We don't have the DPs out there. Uh, the lineup looks totally different than it did last year. But to be honest it ended up being an absolute amazing job. Well, and and you would you would begin to expect something like that out of Dean Smith. I mean, obviously this is going to be a guy that with what he's been able to see in his life as a manager, this guy's certainly going to be able to handle things in MLS and certainly get the very most mm -hmm. out of his club. There's no question about that. You know, this the Charlotte FC squad they did make the playoffs last year, so it's not like the cupboard is empty. There's no question about that. However, 
you know, they, they've had some things going on in various transfer windows and so on and so forth that have created some uncertainty, as you mentioned. You know, getting a goal in the eighth minute of the contest, seemingly riding out a win against New York City F FC, styming them offensively throughout the course of the 90 minutes of play, uh, it's got to be at least on the defensive end a great start for the club, and the fan base has to be very heartened by the fact that if you put up a clean sheet, you're at least coming away with a point. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the biggest things I think that a lot of fans are going to have to realize is, you know, Dean Smith is going to coach this team like they are a middle, uh, a, a middle of the team or middle of the table team. So that means that we're not going to see this team scoring a bunch of goals. It's not going to be comfortable um, for most of the time. Uh, most of the time we're going to be sitting there either nil-nil, 1-1, one, one, uh, one uh, trying to ride out, see as many points as we can get throughout the season. Um, you know, a lot of people are used to watching teams like, well, like you and I, uh, Manchester City and Liverpool, um, seeing these teams win and feeling comfortable as you're watching it. Middle of the table teams aren't like that. They have to sit there and ride out these, uh, you know, trying to get one point. And I think that's what uh, Dean's going to do this year. He's going to try to get, you know, as many points as possible, understanding that every time it's not going to be three points with a win. Well, and, and it's, it's interesting that you bring that up. Now, Chris, now let me, let me ask you this question. Obviously, when you're a middle of the table club, um, you can't just go out and pick up whomever you want out of the transfer window or make a transaction that's going to really move the needle for your club. So from that mm. standpoint, is there anything that Charlotte FC can do? Let's, let's say that all of a sudden they get to a place in the season where they can make a move. What kind of what is the type of player, the style of player that they would go for that would help to become a force multiplier in what they're able to do on the offensive third? That's interesting to say that. You know, uh, a lot of people sit there and we're looking for this again, Manchester City, Liverpool style, where they're playing a four three three, very aggressive. Uh, balls constantly getting into the final third and shots on the goal. Um, looking for those ideas of 20-plus shots a game, and maybe that ends up, uh, you know, converting into three or four goals. This year, I think we're looking at a team that's going to sit here as best as possible and try to possess as much as possible and defend like crazy. Um, they're going to be used to feeling comfortable without the ball, uh, feeling comfortable without possession of the ball, and just making sure that they stay compact, tight, so I think they're going to be looking for some youngsters that, uh, especially it seems like we're finding a lot of kids out of uh, um, South America. Um, the talent that's coming out of Argentina and Brazil is absolutely amazing. Um, but again, Dean Smith being English uh, seems to be finding a few young youngsters out of uh, Europe that uh, are interested in coming to Charlotte. And certainly – when you look at a European style of play versus a South American style of play, there there are some there are some differences. So if you are trying to be a, a possession club, Chris, I would imagine that going with more of an English, a German, a, a European style of play really would be a little more um, a, a little more effective for what it is that Dean Smith is trying to bring about here. Um, let me let me let me throw this at you. Um, the Columbus crew, 
won the MLS Cup mm. last year. A question was asked of Wilfred Nancy, and this was Nancy's response. It was his first year last year. His club hoist the cup. He's like, last year my club was playing at about of a six out of a ten with the concepts and everything that I was trying to implement. Is this Columbus Crew group that good, or was that a slightly hyperbolic comment made by Wilfred Nancy? That's interesting. Um, you know, the way that MLS structures everything that they do, it gives pretty much any top-of-the-table team the ability to actually win the cup. Um, you know, it's not like Europe. Europe, we kind of sit there throughout the season, and we know that there's probably only going to be maybe two, three, at most four teams that are fighting to win that league. In the U.S., we have the playoff style. And so with the playoffs, we end up having uh, 10 teams that kind of make it into the playoff, and you never know what's going to happen. I think Columbus has an absolutely wonderful core. Um, I think they had great leadership, and because of that experience going into playoffs, I think that led to their success and having a little bit of an arrogance you know, about them that they could actually get it done. Okay. Chris Beatty here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Chris, let's go ahead and shift across the water. Let's talk about the Premier League. Obviously, three teams at the top of the table, 26 matches into the season. We're getting into the final third of the year. Liverpool, 60 points. Man City, 59. Arsenal, 58. It doesn't get any closer than that. Are we really going to watch these three teams draft off of one another until we finally see a surge at the last month of the year? I'll tell you, I hope so. We haven't seen a fight like this at the top for a long, long time. Um, you know, it's it's not too often that you're watching uh, three or four TVs uh, on the final game day to sit there and try to figure out who's going to end up being on top. Um this fight has been absolutely amazing. Um, I think it is something that's needed a little bit more in the Premier League. Uh, too often we get a, a, a one-pony or, or two-pony race, um, and this kind of opens it up for a lot of people to be able to see these guys fight day in, day out. Liverpool put out a squad at the Carabao Cup uh, just on Sunday that was depleted, and they had, if I'm not mistaken, it was five under 21 players who actually were playing in that final against Chelsea. That team ended up beating Chelsea in, uh, in overtime. And it was amazing to see what was absolutely hilarious are these youngsters that were 17 years old going back to school on Monday after winning a cup <laughs> on Sunday. Yes. Well, and that it was, was absolutely amazing. Well, that was one of the things I was I was going to mention is that you know Liverpool able to win the Carabao Cup. I mean, obviously a great moment for the organization, no question about it. But that was a shadow of what we would typically see from Liverpool as it relates to the personnel that was on the pitch at that time. No, I mean it's absolutely amazing, and I think that, you know the point that I was kind of getting to was that you know, Van Dyke and the senior leadership that was out there on the team, 
you know, really inspired these youngsters to be able to play up to that standard. There's no way that these boys would have been able to do that on a day-to-day basis. I think, you know, they're pumped up, ready to go. Um, Liverpool's going to struggle to be able to stay at the top. Um, I think Manchester City has so much depth in their roster that they should be fine, but I think they their arrogance could absolutely sneak up on them. And Arsenal's just fighting. I think, you know, honestly, I think they are just really trying to get after it, trying to prove who they are, and so that makes them dangerous. Well, it really does. And one of the things that I wanted to point out before we get out of here at the top of the hour, you look at goal differential. Usually, when you see Man City at the top of the table, which they commonly are, they're the ones Mm. that own the goal differential. However, when you look at these three teams this year, Manchester City has played some tighter matches than really they're comfortable with. And you look at Liverpool and Arsenal, they have certainly been one of the juggernauts offensively this season. As Liverpool has a 38-goal differential, Arsenal at 39, Manchester City at 33. Now, again, that only means so much. The reality is, is whoever's going to be picking up the points is going to continue to, to stack up their numbers and could conceivably come away with the Premier League title. Chris, real quick, we've got about a minute. March 10th, Man City's coming to Anfield to take on Liverpool. What's that match day going to look like for everybody that follows Premier League soccer? Hopefully, Liverpool ends up with a, a, a full squad by that time. It seems like they should. Um, if you end up coming to Anfield, it's one of those things where it's a nightmare for any player. Um, that crowd is absolutely electrifying. And so I think it'll be an absolutely amazing game. Man City seems historically not to do well at Anfield. So I would sit there and bet that Liverpool sneaks out of that game 2-1, to one, um, if not really 3-1. Uh, to one. And, and in that regard, Man City very rarely does this, would love nothing more than to walk away with a single point and a draw against Liverpool mm. on that day, which usually that's not the MO of Man City. Usually they're the hunted. They get to go in as the hunter. They would love to pick up just a single point against Liverpool on that Sunday match. Chris Beatty, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us. We'll see you back in a couple weeks as we'll continue to break down what's going on stateside and across the water here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Sounds good. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. When we come back, we'll continue on with our middle school game day coverage here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.